if there's anyone out there listening to this who is a Golden Oak resident, we want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> actually, yeah. Actually, we want to be your best friends. Welcome back, everybody. This week's bonus edition of the DCL Duo podcast. And I am excited to be joined by my regular co-host. Here's Sam. Hey, Sam, how you doing? Hi. I'm just in the room next door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a studio of a house we have. Uh, and I want to welcome in our guests, Rebecca and Willie, to the show. Welcome. Hi. Hey, everyone. Hey, you guys. We're so excited to chat with you tonight. Oh, it's a big day. It was a <laughs> to talk to Rebecca all the time on the Plus Platoon, so I'm jealous. I'm jealous. That's but... true. I do get to. Same here. I have to sit here and just type my opinions and input. <laughs> uh, we always love your comments, Willie. I like to read them a lot on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's usually me and Willie competing for comments. Yeah. Just trying to rile up Derek a little bit. Um, well, we got to start the show with a couple of announcements. The first announcement is that we uh, I threw the names in the hat of the folks who left us reviews during the period that was open for our uh, giveaway of our Magic Band Reader and threw them into a random wheel generator, spun the wheel, and out popped Jennifer Swartz's name. Uh, so Jennifer, congratulations. I'll be reaching out to you to confirm uh, your address details and everything so we can get you that Magic Band Reader. But congratulations. Thank you for the reviews and thank you for everyone who left reviews. It's been great and uh, we love it because we're now actually appearing in search results when people search for Disney Cruising. So that's, a huge, that's a huge step <laughs> forward for us. Um, the other big announcement, we're just, we are super excited. I wanted to spend a moment. We can't not talk about the Disney Wish on the day that bookings opened up. I was just on a show with Chad talking about the DVC cruise that's uh, that's happening on the Wish, and Sam and I are beyond excited today because we managed to not only get on the DVC cruise, but we are also going to be on the Maiden Voyage right before that. And so we are over the moon. We cannot wait to experience the Disney Wish. Rebecca, Willie, Chad wanted me to ask: Did you try to book on the DVC cruise today? No. It's, it's, it's hard, uh, being locals, um, it's hard to part ways with points like that. Um, because we're, we're 30 minutes away from, from the property. And so we like to do weekends. We could go monthly and, you know, night do a long weekend and almost every month has a long weekend to, to kind of go and enjoy. And so, you know, I looked at the point charts, um, they looked pretty good. They were enticing. Mm -hmm. 175 <laughs> points looked nice. Uh, but that for us could be three months of stays, uh, three, three different long weekends at different resorts. So, um, no, I, 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 I stayed put today and I'm not so patiently waiting till Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are excited for you. We hope you're able to get on the maiden on Thursday. If not, maybe you'll get on number three or number four. So there's certainly other opportunities there, but um, which is a great segue to the topic of our show tonight. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Castaway Club. Yeah. Um, so Rebecca, Willie, where are you in the Castaway Club? Um, I'm sober. <laughs> uh, I went we all start first, somewhere. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I went on my first actually in February of 2020. So about four weeks before they shut down everything. Um, and it was one of the best, best ways to vacation. Definitely. So looking forward to the next one. Absolutely. And Willie? That was my platinum cruise. After that cruise, I, I came off as a platinum member. And I achieved my goal of hitting platinum before the the first of the new ships came out. That was a goal I had with my family, and we had all been tied for the amount of, for the same amount of cruises because we'd gone on all our cruises together. Um, and so it was a spur of the moment, um, last minute booking for her and I. Uh, we couldn't celebrate Valentine's Day last year because she was working, and so we booked the cruise. It was her first, and it was my platinum cruise. So. Awesome. So fun. Yeah. Well, and Sam and I are gold. Our son is silver because uh, we've taken a few sailings without him. So we got the full <laughs> panoply of Castaway Club status represented here. Um, yes, we're those parents. Although I have to say he's coming on both wish cruises and we are pulling him out of school. We, he's going to miss like the last week maybe a week and a half of school and we're like oh well, oh, well. he's just gonna miss it <laughs> like I think second grade okay. whatever i hope you're okay 
<laughs> I mean, what else do you, what do you learn the last week of second grade? Really? You know, <laughs> you can go long division in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, to set it up for everyone out there who might be coming to this cold and there's lots of uh, folks who are coming to Disney Cruise Line for the first time, the Castaway Club is Disney's loyalty program. Uh, and as you've, as we've hinted at through talking about our Castaway Club status, you earn status in the club by the number, currently the number of sailings you take on Disney Cruise Line. You are, as a new Castaway Club member, it only takes completing one Disney cruise to become a silver member of the Castaway Club. It's after you complete your fifth cruise that you become a gold member. So on your sixth sailing, you're a gold member uh, in the Castaway Club. And it's after you've completed your 10th cruise uh, that you become platinum. So your 11th sailing is your first platinum sailing. And each level in the club obviously comes with some slightly different benefits. Um, The benefits have changed a ton over time, actually. And uh, to hear folks who've been sailing with Disney Cruise Line forever, you know, back from the mid 90s or late 90s, um, you know, platinum status on Disney Cruise Line conferred some amazing benefits uh, when you reach platinum back then. Today, they've standardized the offering a little bit across in terms of what benefits you you do and don't get. Um, The biggest benefits uh, initially are early booking windows, uh, both for the cruises themselves, but also for the activities on board. So Willie, as a platinum cruiser, when do you get to book a things? <laughs> In general, let's, let's not talk about the wish first. Let's talk about normal. Let's talk about normal booking and what the benefits are and, and sort of the compare and contrast booking for platinum, gold, silver, and then the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. So I believe, um, I guess we take any, um, seasonal release cause they do release their itineraries in, in seasons. And so if they announced, um, that the cruises were going on sale to the general public, let's just use May 27th, the, the true wish date, but let's just say that was for all their cruises. Um, from what I've noticed, it's usually like a, a Monday, um, a day before that will be silver and DVC members. Um, a day before that will usually be the gold members. And then a day before that will usually be the platinum. So um, as well as uh, Golden Oak residents, I believe um, they do get to book. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, every time we mention that, if there's anyone out there listening to this, who is a Golden Oak resident, we want to talk to you. Actually, we want to be your we, best friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we want to come and crash at your pad before or after a Disney cruise. <laughs> we always joke actually, that if we were to like win the lottery, which by the way, we don't really play the lottery very often, Maybe but every once today. in a while. Yeah, you're I think right. Our, I think our luck has run out, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but every time we we you know sort of brainstorm, okay, if, what would I do if I won the lottery? It's I would buy at Golden Oaks and I would join Club Thirty Three. Those are the two things. I'm not sure you need both, but if I had unlimited funds, I'd want both. So I think I had heard a rumor that people who are auto, who were Golden Oak members are automatically enrolled at the Club Thirty Three. Like you literally get. <laughs> Anything you want if you live yeah. in Golden Oak. So yeah, yeah. Just, uh, probably part of their like, HOA dues. You just don't yeah. miss it. You know? yeah. <laughs> You're like, I want, I want Cinderella to show up at my house for my kid's birthday mm-hmm. party, and they'll be like, okay, what time yeah. should she be exactly. there? Right? Yep. <laughs> so to go, steer us back to the Castaway Club for a second. So Willie's dead on. It's three days early booking for platinum, two days for gold, one day for silver. Um, did the early other early booking window to watch out for the one that. I think really matters at some ways or is, is the big benefit is when you want to book activities and dining on board. So adult dining activities, um, you know, that stuff can sell out, get full. And so being a platinum cruiser, Willie, when do you get to book your, your activities? It's usually about 120 days out, I believe. Um, it's usually right in paid in full day, PIF day, as you'll see on, on a lot of the different Facebook pages. Um, you do go with um, the concierge level rooms, So the platinum and concierge level rooms, they do book together. Um, and it's actually the second benefit that I'm hoping to use. We are scheduled to cruise um, Christmas this year. Um, it is a six night. Um, I'm going back home to Miami. Um, <laughs> oh, that's nice. where we leave from on December 20th and we return on December 26th. 
Um, oh, amazing. Yeah. And so all the pressures on me from, from my family, because <laughs> some of the harder, um, you mentioned dining and yeah, you know, Apollo brunch, huge, um, huge fanfare. And it's, it's one of the tougher ones to get. I've only been able to do it once uh, with my family. Um, but the cabanas on Castaway is probably what my family has at the top of their wish list. Um, we did it once. We did it on a cruise that was in April it was a Marvel Day at Sea, and we were gold at the time. So we were very lucky to do that. Um, we were truly up. You at, hit the jackpot. Yeah, we were truly up at midnight, and it was an amazing experience to have that cabana. Um, so, like you mentioned, Brian, the early booking window of the cruise is is great. But a lot of the more tangible benefits are in terms of the on-ship activities. And that that can be anything from dining, as you mentioned, cabanas, um, the frozen meet and greets, the Marvel character meet and greets, I, I believe the Star Wars meet and greets, any ticketed items on the ship that you have to pre-register for before boarding, um, all the mixology classes and wine tastings and beer tastings and liquor tastings, all that type of stuff. Um, first come, first serve. And you obviously want to be in the first group that, that gets to go. And so it's usually right after uh, paid in full date, which is usually 120 days out for platinum. Yeah. And shore excursions is the other mm-hmm. thing to add yes. to that list, right? So you've got mixology, wine tasting, champagne tasting, liquor tasting, um, like you said, character meet and greets, uh, adult dining for Apollo and Remy, um, and then shore excursions. And now people will think, okay, well, there's a million different shore excursions. And yeah, but there's some right. really good ones. There's some really there, good right. ones. <laughs> right. There are a million different shore excursions, but there are some that have a limited capacity. And there are some, you know, uh, that they only have, you know, one maybe, um, what a catamaran, a day on a catamaran with snorkeling or something like that. They might only, depending upon what your destination is, they might only have one. And if you are a lower club status or no status, you are in the leader. I love Rebecca's hiding herself. See, this is what, but I want to talk in a second. That's about right. Just, just get one of Willie's platinum lanyards and right. never know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, the shore excursions are something that um, can fill up. They don't, always fill up with uh, a, with the platinum cruisers, but they might fill up. For example, we went on 11 day Southern Caribbean, which is very much skewed. The Southern Caribbean cruises are very much skewed towards higher status cruisers because there's only usually one or two for the entire season. And so those gold and platinum members like grab those cruises. It becomes hard to book things like Polo brunch uh, or or a particular shore excursion. Those things can you know can be difficult. But the one thing I wanted to talk about with Rebecca is what is the benefit if you're cruising with somebody else in your stateroom who happens to have Castaway Club status, even though you don't? I heard through the grapevine that there is a complimentary dinner at Polo with my name on it, <laughs> um, and that there is also a priority check-in line that I don't have to wait with all the other people. So I'm looking forward to those the most because we sat in the terminal for a lot longer than I was expecting to the last cruise that we were the first cruise that I was on. Um, and I, I've watched so many videos since then about Paulo and yes, the brunch is more popular for Paulo than the dinner is arguably, but for it to be complimentary, I think is huge because it's just an added, you know, part of it feels more exclusive dining opportunity for us Mm -hmm. to go to because we're always we're very much a sit in the rotational dining because it's free and we love the theming and we love the shows and stuff and so why not do that but if we're giving a complimentary dining Mm -hmm. experience i think we would love to take that opportunity to dress up and and go and do that so i'm really looking forward to that yeah that is huge yeah and to go back for just a second so just so i do want to call out something that sam mentioned which is on the booking window side of things for the cruises themselves, there are some unique cruise opportunities that get booked up by platinum and mostly platinum and some gold. So Hawaii cruises in the past have sold out on, you know, early bookings to platinum uh, with very little left for for gold, if any at all. Um, Just the unique cruise opportunities that that aren't repeat cruises, those book up really fast to platinum castaway club members. Um, on the booking activity side of things, just to help people. So if you're platinum, it's 120 days out. If you're gold, it's 105 days out. And if you're silver, um, it's 90 days prior to booking. So you get these big chunks of windows to, to use your status to book things that you want. And to Sam's point, 
if you are silver like Rebecca is, but you're in a stateroom with Willie, who's platinum, your booking window is the same as as Willie. Willie can take all of the his booking window benefits and apply them to everyone in his stateroom. So some some tips and tricks there is if you're sailing multi-party and you've got uh, you know, two platinum cruisers and two gold cruisers, break them up between your two staterooms because the platinum benefits will apply to the people in those staterooms. Uh, and then you can always sort of sort it out at the port later if you want to swap people uh, between those staterooms after you've done your booking. They'll they'll totally allow that to happen. We've done that before. So that's a that's another another tip to watch out for. And then you guys have highlighted some great additional benefits at check-in time. Uh, platinum, platinum cruisers get a special check-in line um, and gold and silver go through through just the normal castaway club line. And then uh, if you're not castaway status, there's a separate line for that. Although they've got, I think lines for DVC members and other things. Um, and then uh, platinum actually gets the benefit of the Palo dinner. Uh, they did just change the, uh, the dinner setup for Palo. Uh, sorry, Palo brunch or Palo dinner. They did just change right, the it's one or the other. Yeah, yeah. You get to choose which one. Yeah. The benefit, I think, for dinner was outside an outsized benefit. I'm not sure that did they offer Palo dinner before Willie, or was it only brunch? I had always thought it was only dinner, so I think yeah, was no, I think posted recently that they added brunch. I messaged everyone in my family, and I was like, "Hey, they added brunch because my family is very much about going to to the rotational dining. You know, the 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 staff, um, your head server and your server." your assistant server, they become like family. So for us, missing those dinners has never really, we've never done it. Uh, so the only time I've been in Palo was in for a brunch. So when, when I saw your post about that, that they added the brunch, we, we were, we were excited for our Christmas cruise. Yeah. And so it's interesting because the Palo dinner used to be, you know, one menu and you could, you could like main dining, you could order everything off the menu. And so that benefit for platinum was really interesting because it paid the fee for the dinner, but you got as much food as you want. Now I think the real value is in the brunch because dinner is now either a, is the dinner benefit is the set menu. So it's whatever courses they're serving for only that's it. And I guarantee it's not going to have the souffle as a dessert or that's my guess. And so I think the brunch is the way to go because the brunch you order off the menu, you go to the buffet, at least that's the way it was. And maybe they're making changes to the setup. I think they would have a full scale revolt on their hands if they changed Palo brunch. So, um, well, and they said, and they said for Palo, it's not going to be the, for the, for the benefit, it's not going to be the, um, like a price fixed meal, like it is for the dinner. So it's going to be Palo brunch is going to stay. I think Palo, the normal Palo brunch, um, hopefully, but I'm guessing what they'll do is they'll limit you to, uh, either a certain menu for what you can order, or they will say one entree, right. And maybe one appetizer, one entree, and you get the, the buffet. Whereas for dinner, yeah. Whereas for dinner, it will be the will be a price fixed um, set menu. You might have some choices to make, but it'll be a set menu. Here's the thing, though. I'm not telling you what to order, but you really don't need anything else besides the chicken parm. It's my yeah, favorite. Maybe the food. lasagna also. I'll, I'll lasagna that one. is amazing. Yeah. Chicken parm yeah. is my favorite lasagna. food. I think I mentioned it, Brian. Um, it's my pre half full 10K <laughs> yeah, right. race meal the night before. Uh, Paula brunch is up there with one of the best I've ever had. Yeah. The I would have to agree with you, Willie. I, um, you know, I'm originally from New York. Uh, we're um, transplanted here in, in Washington state. Um, but I am a bit of a Italian food snob having grown up in New York. And Americanized <laughs> Italian food. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's what Paolo really is. Let's be honest. Um, and I'm, so I'm a big chicken parm fan as well. And that's, um, something I grew up you know, eating all the time, something I make quite often. Well, the next um, time, keep your hands off my lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> we, so we, we tend to order, I order the chicken parm, Ryan orders the lasagna, and, and we then trade. we switch halfway through. Um, you know, with, of course, hit, trips to the buffet multiple times and Brian gets his fill of sticky buns. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, it is a, it is a benefit. It's not, uh, Remy is not a benefit. Well, I shouldn't say Remy is not a benefit. Remy is a benefit for booking. You get through um, platinum or gold. You have an earlier booking window for Remy but you don't get any kind of freebies there. Um, whereas at Paulo, if you have one platinum cruiser, that's all it takes in your stateroom, then I believe you get the entire party gets one free 
meal at Paulo or one included, I should say, meal at Paulo. You've spent, they figure you've spent enough money at Disney Cruise Line that you deserve a, a meal at Paulo. So does that so. mean if you have more than one Platinum Cruise member, you get more than one free dinner? I don't believe so. Okay. I believe you just get the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For this one for the state yeah. room, basically. So that's, that's why another you, that's why you split them up. Exactly. That's why <laughs> you, you split them up. So this, yeah. So this is an important thing to to think about. If you are in a, a party like Rebecca's talking about, let's say you've got two people who are silver and two people who are platinum, if you don't split them up, you're two rooms are going to have, even if they're linked reservations for like dining and things like that, you are still going to have different booking windows. So actually that's something we were talking with, uh, with Chad about earlier tonight. We didn't actually think of doing this, of splitting Brian and I up as the, as gold cruisers, because he and his wife are are not, um, castaway club status. They have not sailed yet. And, um, so we will have early booking window for Apollo, well, earlier booking window for Apollo, but they will not have an earlier booking window. So what we can do, and this is a, a little tip and trick I'll give to our listeners. Um, we will book a table for two. And guess what? Apollo doesn't have any tables for two. All of the tables are four tops. At least I shouldn't say that. Not on the wish, I don't know. I don't know that on the wish, but on the on the dream and the fantasy, and I believe the magic and the wonder as well, the tables all can seat four people. And so uh, if you are a, a if you're a table of two, you're actually taking up a four top table. So I don't think it's going to be that hard to call in and change that reservation to from two people to four people when that silver or when that regular booking window opens up. So let's let's round out our benefits. There are a couple other benefits we haven't talked about. So if you are starting at silver and above, you get a in-room welcome gift in your stateroom, which I can tell you for the last however many years has been a Castaway Club backpack. So Yay, I'm, sling bag. I love it. Sling bag. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have one yet. <laughs> I got yeah. one I can give you. <laughs> well, this is this is one of the nice benefits. Um, it's great as like a day pack to take um, off the ship to NASA or Castaway Key or wherever you're going. If you didn't think to bring like a beach bag or a little day pack, it's a perfect, it's like a mini backpack that goes over one shoulder across your chest and it's a nice bag um and you'll it'll probably get kind of gross and sweaty if you do take it to the beach and so guess what you get a new one every time you cruise <laughs> or at least that's how it's been for the years point before that, we were gonna, that it was a mesh bag to the point we were going to haul a few with us to to london in our september cruise to give to people who hadn't had one before so yes they so you get a you you and I should step back and say there's one other thing you get at a check-in which is you get a lanyard. So you get new cruisers no lanyards. Once you once you hit silver they give you a silver lanyard, then you get your gold lanyard, then your platinum lanyard. Um like I said before they they let you keep them. So we have a couple of platinum lanyards lying around. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just for fun. doesn't actually confer benefits. I should say that, but, um, but they give you a lanyard, you get a bag. Uh, there is some hope out in the community that we will get a different welcome gift, uh, in the state rooms at some point, but right now it's a, it's a sling bag or it has been as you step up to gold, there's a special onboard reception for gold and platinum castaway club members. I don't know, Willie, have you been to any of the onboard receptions that they do? I did. Cause they moved it up to the eight plus nine cruises, I believe. Um, That's right. And I've only taken one cruise like that. It was the 10 night Southern Caribbean, which I believe I was on the cruise right after you all. I think this, they've only done, were you in 2017? No, we were in 2019 actually. Okay. Yeah. So 2017 was the first year they did uh, any cruises beyond seven nights for the fantasy. And they did an 11 and a 10 to get to that 21 number of three weeks, basically. Um, so on that cruise, we got to attend the gold celebration and it was nice. It was nice. What was it? What kind of what 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 there was it just like a, a a cocktail party or something like that because I think that's what they've done yeah so ours was different no it's it's not the captain's one it's similar to the captain's one but um, only the, the the cruisers that have achieved a certain level um, which I believe was gold and platinum at the time and yeah it was cocktails some hors d'oeuvres um, almost like the DVC presentation on board except that you're not sitting for a presentation but you have the um, the bar staff bringing around uh, drinks and, and hors d'oeuvres. So yeah, ours was ours was a little different on the eleven night. It was a behind the scenes at the theater. So they like 
we, we all went to the theater. We had drinks. The captain actually came out and talked a little bit, like very little bit about the wish at the time. Um, we didn't know even the name of the ship and he was refusing to divulge too many details about it, but just sort of gave an update. And then they did, um, what they did is they ran a scene from Aladdin uh, and then they ran the scene again, but they turned down the mics on the stage actors and they had the backstage mics lit up. So you could hear the directions that were being given backstage. And they opened the curtains so that you could see everything that was going on with the moving of the, the scenery in the, so it was a behind the scenes look at a Aladdin and yeah. stage oh production. Gosh, yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah, we've heard they've kind of moved from the cocktail party style towards this behind the scenes, um, you know, of the theater because there's just too many people. Too many, well, there's too many platinums. Yeah. Too yeah. many platinums and golds on these, on these longer sailings. They tend to be, like I said, very heavily platinum and gold cruisers because they are these unique itineraries. They only did one Southern Caribbean, I think in 2017, they only did one in, I think 2018 and one in 2019, although they changed the itinerary slightly for each of them. So yeah, there's not, um, there's not really one space that really can hold that many people other than the Walt Disney theater, I think. And so that's, I think why they aren't doing it as a cocktail reception on, on those cruises. But I think on some of the other ones, they, um, you know, depending upon the numbers, they may still try and do more of a cocktail reception, but to add to Brian's point, the, the platinum and gold cruisers also get that sling bag. And they also usually get like some chocolates or, some kind of little treat in there in the room. So it's usually like a little box of chocolates or some other kind of candy or some, some, some sweet treat along with the sling bag. So if you're, if you're silver sling bag, if you're gold platinum sling bag plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've also received um, a luggage, a luggage tag. Um, ah, that's it looks right. like a, like an anchor, I believe. Um, and says, oh, actually, not the, anchor. Not the anchor. It's the round. The steering uh, wheel. The steering, the steering wheel. wheel. That's what I meant to say. The thing that they spin. Yes, I knew exactly <laughs> what you're thinking. Yes. Well, the, so the last benefit to round it out are discounts. Uh, but, you know, if you're platinum or gold, you probably have other access to discounts on board, potentially. Um, but there are some discounts you get being uh, gold, and, uh, gold and platinum. I want to shift gears for a second before we dive into talking about uh, something that Sam mentioned, which is the glut of uh, Castaway Club members that are out there. Um, I just wanted to give a couple of quick, really probably obvious, but in case it's not, tips on how you can kind of juice your Castaway Club status a little bit faster. Uh, As Willie mentioned, he raced to platinum. We're trying to race to platinum ourselves a a little bit. Um, The the strategy, look, Disney Cruise Line is unique right now with their Castaway Club because it's all about the number of times you sailed. That's it. Other cruise lines have adapted their programs to be more about, you know, like airline mileage programs where it's, yeah, you get the miles that you flew. But we'll give you a bonus if you do this. If you're in first class, you get a bonus. If you you fly economy plus, you get a bonus. Um, cruise lines have done something similar with, you know, yeah, we're looking at the number of nights that you've sailed instead of just sailing. So it's like number of nights. They're also starting to look at dollars spent. And so are you in a higher category stateroom and suites and things like that? Then we'll kind of, you know, give you a little bit more credit. You know, they'll convert the number of nights to points and then, you know, give you a few extra points on the on the sailing to get you closer to higher status levels. So on those cruise lines, it's really just about the raw number of nights you're on board. So longer cruises help you out. Sailing concierge would help you out, those sorts of things. And Disney Cruise Line, it is literally just, did you take a cruise? And that's whether that's a one-night cruise or a 15-night cruise, they all count the same. I suspect, we'll get there to say, I suspect we'll see some changes in that program down the line. But for now, it's just about number of cruises. And so if that's what you're looking for, short cruises back-to-back get you to Castaway Club status a heck of a lot faster than sailing longer cruise itineraries. So if you're really wanting to get your Castaway Club status up to platinum as fast as you can, my biggest tip is take back-to-back cruises, short sailings, three, four nights out of Miami or now Port Canaveral on the Wish um, because you get two you get two Disney cruises for the... Well, I want to say for the price of one. You get two Disney cruises for the same length of time as one would take you like on the Fantasy for a seven night. So that's the fastest and way. And it, is, and it is more expensive to 
to back to back a three night and a four night than to take a seven night, to be fair. But it's not like twice as expensive. It's only a little bit more expensive, you know. So if you are trying to look for that um, castaway club status faster, it, it is the way to go. There's also sometimes these random two nights or one night when they have a gap between usually between some longer cruise, you know, special cruises like the Southern Caribbean or something like that. They'll have these odd day ones that will come up on the fantasy or the wonder or the magic. Um, the dream has been, you know, very standard three, four, three, four, um, really almost 52 weeks a year. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's a little bit of, of wiggle with the, some of those other ships to get a little kind of a short weekend cruise or something like that, particularly if you live in the state of Florida, like Rebecca and Willie do, because you all can get to Port Canaveral by car, whereas the rest of us, you know. And you can book Florida resident rates, so. True, last minute Florida resident rate deals or or vet veterans deals or cast member deals. Those are um, some of the some of the ways to get that short, you know, get those short cruises in as well. So, Willie, you raced to Castaway Club Platinum status, and then a tear trickled down your cheek as the wish bookings were announced. And and, <laughs> and what? Why was that? Yeah, let's talk about what. Let's talk about wish booking. And what, Willie? Why don't you explain what we're talking about here? Sure. So, I, I raced, uh, like you said, to to platinum status uh, because I knew about that that benefit, which I've never actually used about booking first, um, but I knew I was going to need to use it for the upcoming uh, wish sailings. And so I was so excited. I I came off that cruise and I just remember saying, this is our ticket to the wish. This is it. We're going to be on that. (laughs) And then a couple weeks ago, when they announced that they were doing the big reveal, I was tuning in for, for for just when is it going on sale? I knew that, that, that we're, we're getting close, you know, the summer itineraries for all the other ships came out. And so they announced it. And then they announced the twist that there were four windows within platinum. And I quickly started asking you all on your live show, everybody, do you think there's a shot? Um, are you saying there's a chance? Um, the <laughs> um, because what they have done is they've created uh, four tiers within, within the platinum group. So today, um, those with 25 plus sailings were allowed to book, um, tomorrow, I believe it's either 20 or 15. I can't remember. I think it's 20, 20 yeah, because 20. I have a friend who has 16 who said her booking window is Wednesday. Wednesday. Tracy, if you're watching, hi, good luck on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so it went, it went 25, 20, mm-hmm. 15, everyone and 10. Else. And everyone else. Yeah, and everyone, every, everyone else who has between 10 and 15. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just, I'm just sitting here hoping I'm, I just, I'll log on during my, my, my break, my lunch break, and whenever I have a chance to, to check social media and I'll refresh Facebook. And I'm really just looking for that one post on one of the Facebook pages that says it's sold out <laughs> so that my heart can drop. Um, but it didn't come today. Each day it'll get a little more difficult and the days will feel longer. Um, but yeah, so when they announced the new uh, wish windows, um, they broke up platinum group into into four which is a testament to to the cruise line itself that they have that many in each window that that was amazing uh, that was one of the first things i thought wow there are that many with 25 to create four different booking windows uh you would think they could do that with gold um you know five six seven eight nine ten or up to nine uh, but when they did it with platinum that, that was impressive so after thursday on friday it'll be the gold castaway members um and then on saturday i believe would be silver yeah because they've got dvc there in the middle right right between no they so they gave platinum actually the weekend as well so uh basically basically platinum has monday tuesday wednesday thursday and it's not open until gold until monday uh may 24th so platinum has an entire week to book uh wish sailings and then it's gold on the 24th. And then Disney Vacation Club members this time around leapfrogged Silver Castaway Club members. And so they get May 25th as their shot. And May 26th is silver. And Thursday, May 27th is the general public, which if there is anything left for the general public, I am going to be shocked. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a little bit, but... Yeah. And what Brian's talking about is not just the maiden voyage, right? We're talking about, you know, three months of inaugural season, right? So three months of cruises, the maiden voyage, I think we can all be 
pretty well assured that that's going to be booked with Platinum Cruisers, period. I just don't, we just don't know how far along the line of Platinum Cruisers it's going to get. We don't know if it's going to make it to, to Wednesday or Thursday. Um, you know, I, I really don't think it's going to make it to gold by any means. Um, but I do think gold and silver folks will be able to book if they want something in the inaugural season. As long as they're flexible, yeah. As, right, exactly. As long as they're flexible on dates and length of cruise and room category. Right? There's three things you have to be flexible on, which is d- length of cruise because you might get a three, you might get a four, right? You might not be able to sort of uh, pick what you want. You got to be flexible on where you're okay with staying on the ship, any room category, any floor. Right. Um, and then, you know, if your calendar, your, your calendar needs to be pretty flexible. So it is summer. So, you know, the kids should be finishing school. Most places for us, it's, um, mid June where, like I said, we're pulling Nathan out of school to do this, but most of the country finishes school in early June and some even in May. So I don't think that'll be a huge barrier. But part of that season's heading into hurricane season for Florida as well. So like, yeah, it, and it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know what, Willie, what do you assign your chances of getting to book the the maiden at this point? What would you think? I try not to think about that. I will drive myself into a frenzy thinking <laughs> it's less than 50. Is it less than 40? Is it less than 30? Um, I'm a numbers person. I'm an accountant. So I try to avoid thinking about what my shot is at, at this all I think about is if on Wednesday night, there is no Facebook post from anybody saying it's sold out. I will be ready. I will be testing my internet the night before. I like to think I have a pretty fast speed here at home. I'm actually very glad I do not have to call. Um, I'd rather leave it up to the modern day internet uh, by chance. I'm pretty good at navigating the website, um, navigated it a few times. Um, and so I know exactly where I'm going and um, I'll know the price that's available beforehand. Um, I'm also hoping that I'm not priced out. Um, if the only room available is the $48,000 room that's showing up on the website today, (laughs) we're not getting on the maiden voyage. I think those are, I heard on another show, those are both gone. The, all the, the Royal, both Royals. And I heard that the tower suite is gone. They are booked. Um, which is, I just $48,000. You got to imagine that tower suite went for over, well, easily over 50, probably over 60. I, I, so if you were in the tower suite and you happen to be listening to us, we also want to be your best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We want to eat your Apollo dinner in your suite because I'm guessing that you get that just like concierge. So that's another benefit that concierge gets is not only do they get, you know, early booking for all of these same things that platinum gets early booking. They actually get earlier booking for cabanas and they can order, um, they can have uh, Apollo dinner brought to their room. I don't think they do it for brunch. I think they just do that for dinner. Rebecca, what are you hoping to, to get booked on for the wish? Um, you know, you, you still have Willie's, uh, status you get to piggyback off of. And so, um, you know, let's say, let's say the maiden is not, let's say the maiden becomes off the table. What is, what is it? What is your goal for the inaugural season? I really would think anything at this point. And that's, that's not just like a a general answer, but like I was, I'd only been on one other cruise before, before we did the Disney one and it was a carnival cruise and I was like seven and weird. And like, I don't remember it. And so (laughs) I like want to make more memories with vacations like this. And I, and I really do know how much it means to him. Uh, to to be able to cruise and and you know those are the memories that he loves his favorite type of vacation and so I'm I'm on the understanding of if we can just get on the ship you know if we can just get on there and I'm going to be supportive and excited to do anything with him on on the season I know he's going to be disappointed because he doesn't like to do anything less than five and so if it's not <laughs> He already had mentioned to me that we may not be able to do something if it's not the maiden voyage, just because three and four nights, you don't have a lot of time to be able to enjoy the ship and, and, you know, really just dive in. Why even pull your clothes out of your suitcase at that point? You're going to be off in 72 hours. And so for, but for me, I'm very much a, they stay positive until everything is broken and nothing is working. And so just anything I'll be, I'll be excited to just be able to, to have that other memory with him and be able to, to be on his favorite vacation. So sounds like you might need a back-to-back cruise, Willie, if you can't get on the main voyage. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't, I haven't told her what I've, I've been thinking, but um, 
one of the first things I did after the maiden voyage came out is I looked at the calendar. I happened to turn 30 next year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I went and I looked. And of course, the odds would be that there is a cruise that leaves on my actual birthday. Oh, fun. And it's a three night. And I was just like, couldn't I have the four <laughs> night? You were disappointed. <laughs> I was like, couldn't I have the four night? But as I've thought about it more, and as I saw the prices last week, I said, wow, maybe the move is the four night that gets off on my birthday and the three night that reboards on my birthday. Um, I'm not worried about that. I'm a, I'm a September birthday. Um, what, what, what does happen is I, I'm always around Labor Day. I'm first couple of days of September. So I'm always around Labor Day. So um, the three night cruise is a perfect Labor Day cruise. I don't think you need to miss school. Um, or just uh, leave school from early if you're a Floridian and you and you live near the port um, type deal. But um, so that that is my my contingency plan. Gonna be going for the maiden. If I find out the day before that it that it's sold out, then all my efforts will be um, going into um, I think a back to back seven night cruise uh, for my thirtieth birthday. That's a great idea. Well, as it sits tonight. Inside Ocean View and Veranda all remain available aboard the Wish for her maiden voyage. And I will say for a maiden voyage, not at an unreasonable price for for two people. Um, uh, so I'm 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 sort of shocked that the inside cabins are remaining. Maybe I shouldn't be because people who are platinum cruisers are spending all kinds of money to get there, I suppose. Um, but there's so few of those inside cabins, it feels like on board. I'm surprised they're not gone. But I will keep my fingers crossed for you, Willie. I do think just to round out the discussion and highlight for folks, you know, we've talked a lot about the Castaway Club tonight. Um, I think that this tiered system on the Wish bodes some changes in our future. I don't know what those are going to look like. Um, I thought it was really the thing that really stood out to me, and I don't know if it stood out to any of you, was that DVC leapfrogged silver. And what I think is going on there, if I had to guess, is Disney was looking at dollars spent with Disney. It only takes one cruise aboard Disney Cruise Line to become a Silver Castaway Club member. It takes a usually tens of thousands of dollars worth of investment in DVC to become a DVC owner. And so they have you know, spent more with Disney uh, than potentially someone who's just a Silver Castaway Club member. And so I, I I find that interesting from the standpoint that it feels like they're starting to make a calculation based on dollars spent, which might bode for what Castaway Club will look like going forward, that really they're going to be looking at how much money are you spending with us? And then we're going to give you your status based on on that. Um, of course, now, I, I have a different prediction. Hold on, hold on one second. I'm, of course, I think anyone's status is going to get grandfathered in going forward, right? It'll just be that you can't reach the next level until you meet the criteria. But yeah. I have a different prediction than Brian. I don't think Disney is going to change the um, the current tiers and, you know, qualifications based on dollars spent or nights sailed. I think instead what we what this is is sort of um, foreshadowing is I think we're going to see a new tier. I'm not I'm going to call it diamond because I feel like. You know, what do you, where do you go from platinum, right? You go to diamond. (laughs) (laughs) They've used, they've used silver, gold, and platinum. And so I I guess titanium or, uh, could be it or adamantium, or I guess not adamantium. What's uh, Vibranium. Vibranium. Thank you. It could be the vibranium level. So vibranium or diamond level. My prediction is 25 cruises or more is going to be a new level. And I have no inside knowledge of this. This is purely a prediction based on the fact that there's obviously enough people, uh, to Willie's point, there's obviously enough people that, um, yeah, it, it could happen. We have another Facebook comment. Yeah, we got a question here. It's, do you think the maiden voyage is still available because the deposit is non-refundable? That some people who would have booked and backed out later are waiting I think anyone who wants to be on the maiden is not waiting because this thing is go- it's gonna sell out. It's a matter of when, not if. At this point, um, I think the deposit not being refundable is probably turning some people off to booking it. Um, I also just think of having talked to a bunch of folks who are platinum and super platinum and all those gradations in between. Like it just doesn't work for their schedules. Um, you know, they're they're already booked on other cruises around that time. They don't want to switch. Uh, they're looking and eyeing other cruises down the line. There's also a segment, I think, of folks who don't want to sail on the first sailing because Disney hasn't worked out all the kinks yet. You know, and so they they want to wait a few sailings for Disney to really hit their groove with the wish. Uh, so I think that could also play in here. But I, you know, so 
deposit being non-refundable probably deterred a few people. Uh, I think at this point, it's just more about people's schedules because I, I fully believe there were probably enough 25 plus cruisers out there who uh, could have sold this thing out pretty quickly. Um, uh, my, if they all booked, if they all booked at once and all wanted to book and booked, you know, obviously filled out, uh, they would not, not necessarily sailing together. So, or, or do, using the trick of being in two separate rooms. And one of the loopholes that Disney did not leave open this time around was they didn't let you couldn't book for the maiden. You couldn't book two rooms if you had only one of these super platinum sailors. So it was, you know, something that Rebecca and I were talking about uh, last week after the plus platoon recording, whether or not we could, you know, game the system to get them on yeah. too. Well, they also, <laughs> because and, our, and they also, and, and, they also thwarted, um, they also thwarted my own idea, which was we would pay for a super platinum cruiser to st- to be on the stateroom booking, fully pay them, and then just not have them show up to the port. Yeah. Uh, uh, they kind of they right, someone selling their status yeah, basically, or, or or booking through someone who's platinum and then removing them from the reservation halfway through the you know the booking window. That that's not about. So so anyway, there are no tips and tricks. I've seen a few comments out there like, oh, can I can my travel agent who's platinum book me? No, they can't. You have to be platinum to get on. So uh, you know you have to be. You have to carry the status to book. So, but Willie, we're going to wish you and Rebecca the best of luck. We would love to see you on that cruise and meet you in person finally. So, uh, we're going to wish you the best of luck. I'm going to keep my eye on these these prices. It is it is heartening to see they're not creeping up a lot. So that's that's really interesting to see. It feels like they're kind of holding firm. So, um. Hopefully you won't end up in a situation where you're priced out. You just may be sold out. So <laughs> if, if, if you're like me and you, and, and you, you think about all the economics and law, the laws of supply and demand and the percentage changes, you're noticing that the, the entry level prices from, from last week, they've gone up. Yes. And that's natural, but they haven't gone up. Big. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that. And I told you that while we were having dinner and I said, that only bodes well. Now, Every day is, is, is a new day and it brings on new bookers. It could be, the dreams could be gone tomorrow. Um, they could be gone Wednesday, um, but there's nothing I can do. But to your point, it's a, it's a pricey cruise. So I think, you know, the, the deposit being non-refundable is one thing. Just the sheer cost for a five-night cruise. You could go sail the fantasy for $2,000 less than this easily if uh for for two people if not three thousand dollars less than this for two people so you know you're really paying to for that sailing so you you might encounter a bunch of people who are saying i'm just going to go for the fourth or the fifth sailing because i don't want to spend that kind of money on the uh the main voyage so rebecca any thoughts on that not on that specifically but i think the one thing that i i failed to mention about the benefits of traveling with someone who is a higher Castaway Club membership is probably the experience in general. Um, if I were to go on the cruise by myself with someone else who had never been on the cruise before, I feel like I would have been completely lost. Um, when I first joined, when I first hopped on the cruise, I was like, I want to get off at every port. I want to go see Nassau <laughs> because I've never been before. And like, that's what I think cruises are. They take you from one place to the next. You get off, you enjoy the city, and then you get back on. And within the first day, I was like, I don't have to get off. Like we can stay on because he was just showing me so many things that like, I I wasn't available to experience if I hadn't been with him. I, you know, we were so focused on getting to see all the characters, getting our pictures in. We went and did trivia and won and we did all the drawings and we did origami and like everything. It was just moving. We were constantly moving from one thing to the next, the baby races. I mean, literally there's so many things that Uh, I I literally would have never in my life um thought to have done some of the things that were on the cruise if I hadn't been with someone who had been on so many before and so I was really thankful to for that opportunity I did <laughs> end up accidentally seeing the end of Endgame on the cruise before I had seen the movie <laughs> and so he had been hinting at like someone else holds Mjolnir like you'll never know who it is and then you see this and I <laughs> he just looks at me and it was so funny greatest but- cinema moment of all time but but yeah, so I think that was probably the biggest benefit was just being able to to not feel like a fish out of water mm-hmm. on there. And if someone can set you right on not getting off in Nassau, you're you're well ahead of the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we're gonna wrap. Oh, go ahead. 
that was my biggest thing going into the cruise. My mom, uh, she works in the travel industry and it's mostly in the Caribbean. I told her, we don't, we don't get off at Nassau. It's just something we don't do. We enjoy the ship. It's less crowded. We have to get off. We have to get off at every stop. I said, no, we don't. And we didn't agree until about day two when she was like, yeah, we don't need to get off. <laughs> That's right. Well, we're going to wrap up our show there for this week. Uh, thanks for everyone out there for watching. Willie, Rebecca, thank you for being our guests this evening. It's been a blast. Uh, we're really going to keep our fingers crossed for you. And uh, with that, we will we will let, wrap it up there. Thanks, All everybody. Right. Thanks, thanks for having guys. Us. Have a good night. Have a good night. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's bonus episode. Going forward, as we've said before, these bonus episodes are going to be live episodes. We'll be trying to do them every Monday night around 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I'm sure there will be weeks when we opt to do a bonus episode, not live. But but from now on, expect us to be live more often than not. And then we will push the audio content out through the podcast channel. So we'll have minimal editing. So bear with us as the, as we do that. We, uh, we're, we're doing live episodes. So that means you'll get some audio artifacts. We would normally edit out through our main podcast. So I want to thank Willie and Rebecca for coming on this evening and sharing their experiences with the Disney Castaway Club, the loyalty program for Disney Cruise Line. It's it's a, it's a good program. I think we'll see some changes to it over time, especially with the number of platinum cruisers out there. I suspect we'll see a new loyalty tier open up. So maybe we'll all be rushing to get to our 25th cruise soon so we can book the next ship in the, uh, the fleet. So with that, I do want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us those five-star reviews. They're really helpful in surfacing our show to others who might be looking for our content. As evidenced by the fact that a lot of you have left us some great reviews recently, we now are in the top four Disney Cruise Line podcasts on Apple Podcasts. So if you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. Or you can join our DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. You can also head over to patreon.com slash DCL Duo if you'd like to support the show and help us defray some of our production costs week to week. And you can also browse over to youtube.com slash DCL Duo for even more great content. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney Family of Theme Parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night.